the name's Bond. James Bond. You're a wizard, Harry. I drink your milkshake. You can't handle the truth. You gotta tear me apart, Lisa. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Movie Mafia Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Strauss. We are back again today. We got Carter, Max, Lauren. Unfortunately, Gabby couldn't make it this week, but that's okay. So we got most of the crew together, and we're finally back. We're finally here, and we've been chomping at the bit to talk about all this movie news. So with that being said, I think we should jump right into it, guys. So first things first, everybody wants to know Loki. It has been, so far, it has been amazing. I believe it's a six-episode series, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, and we have, what, four episodes done? So we got the fifth coming yep. out tomorrow as the yeah. time of us recording this? Last episode next Wednesday. Oh, my God. So it's all coming way too fast. I wish this was more than six episodes, dude. I, I love it so far, but I wish it was more than mm-hmm. six. Every TV show we get, they get shorter and shorter and shorter. Like, And then it's the last one will be a oh. movie. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I just, uh, I don't know. I just, I don't know how they're going to wrap good. all this up. I know. There's a lot going In on. two episodes, yeah. Uh, yeah. We get a female Loki, and he's into himself. <laughs> you know you mm-hmm. love yourself when you're into, like, another dimension version of you. I know. I think that's honestly, like, the funniest thing that's happened in the show so far. Like, that's such yeah. a Loki thing to happen. I love it. I was worried they wouldn't. Makes a Loki. Yeah, I was worried because like I was getting like the feeling that they were kind of like into each other in the episode where they're like trying to escape Mm -hmm. the like destroying planet. And I was thinking I was like, there's no way that Disney's going to be okay with like Loki being attracted to himself because it's like a like a weird, impossible version of incest. And I'm just so glad that they just went for it because it's hilarious. It's so good. Honestly, I, I wouldn't be able to buy that Loki would just one magically transform himself into like a good person. Like clearly his yeah. brother hasn't been able to do that. His parents were never able to do that. You know, they get flashes from him. He's not like an evil maniac now, but mm-hmm. he's always going to be that kind of crappy person. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't believe that anyone in this family can change his mind. And I wouldn't believe that some random girl could just come up there and all of a sudden he's head over heels in love and, you know, just like magic, the magic of love. And now he's a good guy again. But it kind of makes sense. So it's weird and ridiculous and Mm -hmm. like overall, like what? Like uh, incest vibes, like what is going on? Um, In a way, it is the only way I think you can turn Loki from this bad kind of like this this bad guy or a guy that is like anti-hero. like yeah an anti-hero like like one step yeah. in the good side but one step in the bad side you know 50 50 this is the only way you can kind of turn him into that other direction so uh, i'll I'll, yeah. I'll step into and say i really loved last week's episode i thought it was my favorite of the season so far but also mm-hmm. i was me and jacob had this hilarious text thread about episode three because i didn't really like episode three that much I, it felt like filler to me and especially when you watch episode four, other than just the relationship stuff, there wasn't much story going on in three. But you you can also feel Mobius was not in the episode, and Mobius being back the whole episode, and he's he's my favorite part of the whole show. Mm-hmm. So the more Owen Wilson, the more Mobius we get, the better oh, yeah. we are. And now we're going to get multiple Mobiuses, maybe. Um, oh, so I hope so. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, I thought that that plot twist were like, 
Loki tells them that like they're just other variants, but they're like mm-hmm. they're brainwashed. I thought that was really good. Like that that was spicy. <laughs> that was really a twist. Yeah. Yeah, it adds a lot more to what to what uh Sylvie does with the enchantment, how she can pick people's yeah. brains. That's a lot more yeah. emotion to I, I was talking to There you go. Oh, okay. I was talking to some of my friends about Loki like last night. And we were ta- I, I was we were talking about like comparing it to like WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. More so just WandaVision because I feel like they're more like comparable. Mm-hmm. And what I think makes Loki so much better than WandaVision is that WandaVision will set your expectations and then you'd think that they would do something more with it, but then they didn't really do much with it. I feel like there were a lot of things in WandaVision we expected a big payout for and never got that payout, like specifically the Quicksilver Ralph Boner thing. Yeah, Which, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not as pissed off as most people are about that, but I still don't like it. But what I really love about Loki is that it sets up your big expectations, and then you're like, are they going to pay it off? And then they don't really pay it off, and then instead they do something totally different that just throws the show in a whole different direction they've done it like twice like that so far where the first two episodes i was thinking oh it's going to be mobius and loki trying to catch the loki variant for the whole show and then Mm -hmm. loki follows the variant through the portal and it takes a whole different direction and then i was like okay so it's going to be about them taking down the tva and then they're going to get to the timekeepers blah 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 whatever and then they get to the timekeepers, and Loki and Mobius are pruned, and now the show's going in another totally different direction. It just feels like, instead of, like, me, like, I don't know, outrunning the show, like, yeah. they're always, like, ten steps ahead of me. It feels so fresh. It's so good. It's probably my favorite thing from Marvel since Endgame, which I guess isn't saying much, because we've only gotten a Spider-Man movie and the three shows, but I, I love it. So good. Yeah, and I do want to add, too... Um... The, the Kang the Conqueror stuff that I believe will be in the show in the last episode, as the, as the person who's running the TVA, I hope would be awesome because everyone's kind of expecting it to happen. Um, Kang's the guy who's going to be introduced. Well, we think introduced in Ant Man uh, three as the main villain, but I think he's the one running the TVA because in the comics he has a relationship with um, Ravana Renslayer. So we're just hoping here, Kang. Because they chose Ravana Renslayer for a reason. There's a lot of other judges that they could have picked. So I hope Kang is in, if not tonight's episode, next week's episode as well. Definitely. So what do you think is the real reason why so-and-so created the TVA, like, to preserve some sacred timeline? Like, what do you think is the real... (sighs) I'm not familiar with the comics. So I don't really know, honestly. Yeah, because Kang... Kings is like a time traveler who goes into different timelines. I just don't know why he. I wonder. Maybe I don't maybe know. He's creating setting, his own. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's setting up his own timeline just so that like he's more in control of things. I guess. Like maybe everything that's happening so far is leading to a point where he can like more easily like do whatever he's trying to do. Yeah. Because it's crazy. <laughs> like some of the variants are like, "Well, you walked the wrong direction. You're." Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> It's kind of ridiculous. Well, I, and this is this is a totally uh, uh, uninvolved in the Kang thing. So if you want to finish up talking about that, I could say it after if you want to do that. No, I was just also going to bring up that you know people think Miss Minutes could be the person who's right. Like people have theories about who's the actual. People think even I, like Ravana Renslayer is like a Loki variant. Like I've heard oh. some crazy theories. Ooh. Well, the the thing about Miss Minutes, uh, Tara Strong voices her. You probably know. Yeah. The name like a bunch of dc animated things i think she's yeah. in harley quinn she did harley like quinn. Raven and teen titans but um 
Oh, well, oh yeah. So the the crocodile Loki that we see in the post credit scene for episode four, he's apparently from the same universe as Spider Ham, and I I would absolutely oh love God. to see Spider Ham in the MCU. Like I would seriously lose my mind. Like that would be the best thing that has happened. I don't even care about Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield being in Spider Man no. Three. If they're in it, I would rather see Spider Ham. How dare you? Spider-Ham. I want to see Spider Ham so bad. I want to see Spider Ham. Then you could do a Spider Ham collab with Spider Pig from The Simpsons. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God! Well, I, I have to control myself because I'm about to get in a tangent and argue with Carter right now. Yeah. Spider Ham no, over Tobey Maguire. Look, look, I don't want to get I don't want to get into this rabbit hole right now because we do this a lot. And we we have a shorter show today, but I think that at the end of the day, bringing Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire into Spider Man Three, if they're in it too much, is a bad idea. Mostly Just, because of the villains. I don't. I, I won't get into it now. If we want to do it next week, I'm, that's totally fine. Okay. Next but week. I, I, okay. All, all, yeah. all I need to say is let's. I, I agree with you. It's three is three is a crowd. It's too many. So let's bring Andrew in. Let's bring Toby in, and let's just kick Tom Holland out. He wasn't that good anyway. What? Okay. No. He's <laughs> the best Spider-Man. Why would you say that? He's the worst. Holland is the best Spider-Man. Hol- the in worst. my opinion, Holland is the best Spider-Man. The worst. He feels the most the like Peter Spider-Man. Parker and the most like Spider-Man. Oh Andrew my God! Garfield He's Iron Man. So one original. Yeah, it hurts. But um, let's not go on the tangent though. At least Tom Holland doesn't look like a forty-year-old man. Cough, cough. Tobey Maguire like and Andrew Garfield. Like... Cough, cough. He looks like a teenager. No, oh, he does. Peter Parker's a teenager. It's the most fake romance between him and Zendaya's character. It's literally so unbelievable. Uh, I wouldn't say it's fake, but I mean, it doesn't really feel deserved. Bro, I don't bro, know. Tobey Maguire and Mary Jane and Andrew Garfield and um, Emma Stone, no. way infinitely better. No. Infinitely. Yeah, no, wait, we should stop. We should stop. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I, I do, before, before we move off Loki, before we move off Loki, I do want to talk about, um, I, I think we, you guys might have touched on it briefly, but the fact that Mobius and um, yeah, and Loki got pruned, uh, I, yep. I thought that I that got was, so scared. Yeah, I, I saw so Loki scared. get pruned. When and I was getting when, uh, I was when getting they do Mobius, you're not back. sure if he'll be back. Like, no. Once they do Loki, you're like he'll be back. It's okay. He'll be yeah, back. He'll be back. I was like, yeah, for like five minutes, I was like, what? Yeah, I thought that, that was a go. I thought they were gonna go with Sylvie as Loki from now on. I was so I was in shambles, dude. Yeah, I was about to like burn the show. I was like, I mean, oh my god, no more Owen Wilson. I was like, this is not happening right now. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, I, 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 what I'm most interested in is obviously where all these questions. You know, we have to wait until episode five and six to get the full answer for them. But I'm so interested <laughs> in seeing what is going on if the time, if the uh, those like what were they called, the timekeepers or whatever, mm-hmm. right? They were just, yeah, they're just androids. They're like just puppets. So. Who is actually in control? You know, you guys talk about Kang the Conqueror, maybe. You know, who who's in control? And when people get pruned, what does that mean? Are they they, they where do they yeah. go? You know, they just they go to another reality. You know, yeah, how it looks like they go to like an abandoned timeline. I think. With all versions of themselves, all the yeah. versions of themselves. Also, that have been pruned. Yeah. Yeah. And I also, like other versions of me, that would be fun. No, yeah, yeah. definitely. And the the premise of the show is such gold. If, if but also, did... like the. Go ahead. I was also going to bring up like the heartbreak of Sylvie, who you could tell got taken for no reason in the opening scene of the last episode. So her character also is also really great so far. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I just, 
I guess I could get behind the idea of timekeepers, like this whole big thing. But it, if, it's if not it's so. just yeah, yeah. But but now, if it's just Kang the Conqueror, whoever it might be, I I need I'm an explanation sick. as to how they are that powerful. It's, you know, like it, like Infinity Stones don't matter anymore. They can just pluck people yeah, out yeah. from existence. They know all of the future, every, where every single person ends up. You know how the whole timeline's supposed to be. Who could be that powerful? You know, this is like um, it's either it's either Kang or a Loki variant. Like, uh, yeah, that's all that would I hope make it's sense. No, yeah, definitely. They put all the pieces together. For, this is this is not like Mephisto. Like they've already cast an actor mm-hmm. to be Kang. Like yeah. he's going to be in the MCU, and and Jonathan Majors is fantastic. So I'm just hoping we get to see it at a cameo. I'm not like I'm not asking for a big role. Yeah. like a fan, like a cameo at the end of like a post credit scene or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. Like Thanos um, popping up at the end of Avengers. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Or something small yeah. like that so we know what's coming. Exactly. Yeah, I think there's a good shot we get that. Uh, regardless, Loki so far has been amazing. I, I personally yeah. thought when we got our whole lineup of shows, I thought Loki would be the best, and I, and I think it's pretty much holding that. At least it is for me, in my opinion. Yeah. As far, I do think it is shaping up to be the best show Marvel's put out uh, this, this past Definitely. year. But, um... yeah. With that, with that being said, I do want to shift gears into another show here. And, of course, that's Bad Batch. So, the Bad Batch, we, we had a lot of criticisms. It started off really strong. And then we had some criticisms as to, you know, what's going on with Crosshair. You know, what, what, we're getting filler episodes, you know, storylines that aren't really concluding themselves. And we're just looking for more. And I thought these past couple episodes have been, have been quite good. I mean, our most recent episode, episode 10... Um, we, yeah, yeah, a little bit of filler, yeah. but we, we did get a chance. The three before, though. Yeah. 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 yeah before yeah, those yeah. were, were, we missed something big. Yeah. I, I do think out of the filler episode that we got, um, this past week, I do, I did like the fact that they're starting to show more of Omega's abilities. You know, obviously yeah, yeah. they're all enhanced clones and each one of them has their own set ability. I think it was pretty obvious that Omega is the, the, the smartest or one of the smartest of the clones. But we never really get to see that in action, and I thought we got to see, you know, a, a little bit more of an episode that uh, focuses on her as as well as the clones, as opposed to sh- her just being like a cog in the machine. Um, mm-hmm. And and I wanted to add to you, yeah, my favorite part of last week's episode was when like Hunter was giving out everyone's orders on what to do, and he read out Omega's, even though Omega wasn't even there. The fact that he's already got her. Yeah. In her, like in, the, I thought that was such a great little yeah. little piece of dialogue that I loved last week. Definitely, I think it goes to show that Omega isn't just the dead weight that they have to, the person they have to save. You know, like, uh-huh. like the uh, the Princess Peach. Like, you you got to get a helper. Oh my God, what's going on? Yeah. Someone took her. Oh, what are we gonna do? You know, like she can actually. Which is how she felt in the and, first few episodes. Yeah, I think rightly yeah. so. I mean, she's a kid, but mm-hmm. I, I think move, transitioning from that. To, to you know we're starting to see her become a valued part of the team a crucial part mm-hmm. definitely like the team you're shaping up to be the team strategist you know like something like that mm-hmm. um i i think that that's that's an important role and um i'm i'm glad that if she's gonna stick around and be a permanent part of the team that, that she has some sort of uh you know role and some sort of you know fit and before i think and she's, she's like with that 
and she's like a distant, I don't know how you call it relative to Boba, because they're like, she's like a yeah. one, they're, they're two of whatever, so I wonder they're, how that works. They're basically sisters, like, the, really the but, only yeah, difference, but, yeah. siblings, yeah. But siblings, the only yeah. difference is that Jango Fett took Boba in as his mm-hmm. son. That's the only difference, really. So it's honestly very, we, we're going to see Boba at some point in the show. I It's either going to be the end of this season or next season. He, uh, there's no way they could make that immediate relation between Boba. They even name-dropped him when they did yeah. that. There's no way they could do that and not bring him in. And just to add just to add to that, before I watched episode... Is it episode... It's episode 8 where Cad Bane uh, has the yeah. deal, right? Uh-huh. Before I watched that episode, I heard that there was a major character return in the episode, and I thought it was going to be Boba. So I'm watching this episode the whole time, just, like, holding my breath, like, waiting for Boba to show up. And then you just hear Cad Bane's voice at, like, hands up i literally this was like the first time in forever that i genuinely gasped at a tv show or a movie i'm literally like sitting here and i went oh. i was like oh my god that's insane yeah. it fits so well it's so good and then his shootout with um fennec. i'm blanking on her name right now fennec. 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 uh yeah fennec uh in episode nine so good oh i was literally telling so people good. i was texting people the week after we got the cat bane feels like can you imagine if you got cat bane and fennec like fighting off and that was that week's episode i was like wow. yes this is happening it was right so now good. it's so good and seth good. green seth green does the voice of the, dro- yep. of the droid too and back from clone wars also hilarious in the ninth episode yeah. with the whole Very hilarious funny. yeah yeah i i wonder I, though i wonder in because you know boba fett's coming out December, like, is Omega gonna be live action in like? Oh, I hope. I wonder. Not. I wonder what they could do with Omega after this. If, season. if, because apparently the Book of Boba Fett's gonna be like kind of anthology where like it's not just taking place like at the point after we see that. What's gonna be stories in between like the original trilogy and like maybe like him getting out of the Sarlacc pit and everything. If yeah. they if they do Omega in the show, she like needs episode. to be adult because I yeah. don't. Of course. I, I don't, uh, well, no, but, uh, like, there's that gap, there's that possibility where maybe we'd get something, like, pre-New Hope or around that time, and she'd still be pretty young at that point. And I think the last thing Star Wars needs to do right now is take a gamble with, like, a child actor, because Star Wars and child actors have a very bad history, and I do not think it would go well at all if we have, like, a yeah. 12-year-old playing Omega in Book of Boba Fett. Like, I mean, I wouldn't have any problem with that as long as, like, it's solid, but there's there's so many... Star Wars fans are so toxic. There's so many people out there that are going to lose their minds literally just if there is a child in the show, no matter how I, I good think, or bad they are. I think the if, if it was me, I do think it'd be cool to include Omega, but not as an actual actor. I think it should be like two people are referencing it or Boba goes somewhere yeah. and he's looking at something and, and her name is written in like a book. You know, like, just something, like, to the side. Or, or, like, two people reference and they're like, you know, do we have Omega? And it's like, yeah, she's in Storage Bay 9 or something. You know what I mean? Like, like nothing that we actually see. They don't introduce a character. They don't have to mm-hmm. develop a character. But, like, a and tease I- to say, hey, this exists. And, you know, she exists. She's here somewhere. And I also think if she would be in the live action, like, especially Book of Love with that, where I, there, I assume there are going to be chapters and very different episodes will connect. Mm-hmm. She would be in one episode. I don't think she would be in a consistent person in the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They need still, to be at some point. They do. And they, they set it up, and they're setting up a lot of good stuff. I wonder what, like, the crosshair was such a badass. He got his ass kicked. Yeah. He was still bandaged up, going mm-hmm. after them. I mean, it was great. Crosshair has killed it the last couple of weeks. Yeah. 
No, yeah, I'm, I'm so excited to see where they take the end of the series. Because, like, right now, like, with this week's episode, I'm kind of back to just being like, okay, it's going to be filler for a but, few episodes, but then it's going to go huge in the last two or three, probably. They paid off They paid off Sid's debt. I think they're done with all the doing the other jobs. I think they're going to just get, this is going to be main story, I think. That'd be but great. I, they, I would love that. Because that's what happened last episode. Omega did the, the games, which paid that's off. That's right, yeah. The death. So I think they're good now from just doing jobs for for Sin. I hope so. I I just want to see what they're doing with. I I feel like probably like the end of this season is just going to be trying to get Crosshair back and take out his inhibitor chip. Is mm-hmm. kind of what I feel like the main conflict of like the end of this season is. But I I just want to know where they're taking this because it can't just be one season. We we need to see where the Bad Batch goes and they either need to die or. I, I don't know. Like I, I'm just itching to figure because like the Omega thing is huge. Like we get we, I don't know. There's so many things that need too. to be explained. Yeah, exactly. Like there has to be more seasons. This has to be a multi-season show, and I'm very. It is flying by though. Those. It is flying by these like yeah, eleven definitely. episodes so far. I'm shocked how much I'm, it's flying by. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I totally agree with that. Um. I I do. Part of me. I I do. Uh. It kind of sucks going from, you know, two or three straight amazing episodes. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, let me load up the Bad Batch this week. And I just get a filler episode. I I personally, I am not a fan of a show having filler episodes that comes out one episode at a time every week. If you're going to have filler episodes, drop it all at once. If you're going to be like Loki, I I personally, I know Max might disagree with this, but I personally think every episode of Loki has been amazing. And I'm okay with that. Six episodes, once a week. For the most part, I'm I'm loving every episode. That's cool. But if you're going to have as many filler episodes as Bad Batch has had, I kind of wish they would drop it all at once. What I'm saying, though, too, is is that 16 episodes. They can't... It's tough to do main story for that many episodes. That's what Clone Wars was, though, too, so... And not just that, but Bad Batch has way more characters, main characters to deal with than Loki does. Like, yeah. the, the filler episodes, they're definitely filler. They don't push the main story forward. But typically, they at least develop one or two of the main characters just a little bit. Like, we've been getting a lot of Omega development in the filler episodes. We've been getting some, like, uh, Hunter and Wrecker. We haven't gotten much for Tech and Echo so far. But, like, the, f- the filler episodes are filler, and they don't go toward the main story, but they're at, they, like, serve the purpose to just make us care more about the characters. Because if we didn't have those filler episodes, I definitely wouldn't care about his own and world building as much too. as I do. And, and yeah, world-building, Definitely, too. yeah. Yeah, I mean, but I, I see think, your I point. think that's fair. It's 25 minutes, though. That's what I kind of feel like. Like, if it's filler, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. It's, I wasted 25 minutes of my It's not like... And Star exactly, Wars filler, yeah. for me, is not bad filler so i could yeah. watch it but question yeah yeah i could definitely watch it i i i do um i do love how like netflix for example releases all their episodes at once and maybe that's a little bit greedy but um, i'm not a fan of it i i personally i really do like it, it um and i just i think it puts too much and i figure it out i think know? it puts too much binge pressure on like when something comes out on netflix it makes it so hard to avoid spoilers for the rest of the thing so like you got to binge it so quick and I like binging some things, but if I'm unless I'm like really, really into it, I can't binge it. Like I gotta space it out. Hmm. And that's for why me, I, like just That's why I love the idea of this Fear Street trilogy because you get to watch the movie, then you have a week to talk about it, get the next movie, get the next week to talk. Like I think it's that's cool, but I, I don't like cool all setup. the episodes at once because because once you watch, like that's why I, I love Stranger Things. But after a week after it came out, no one talks about the show anymore. Yep. Like Loki has continuous talk. 
Bad Batch has exactly. to be talked each week because it's week to week. Yep. Disney yeah. locked down the schedule. Yeah. It's better Prime's for the show. It now. It's better for the show that it's week to week. Yeah. I think I think that makes sense. I'm still more of a fan of dropping all the episodes, but that's more just how I like watching shows and this kind of personal preference. Yeah. But um, I I do with with that being said, I do also want to do another uh, transition to another show I, we wanted to review, um, Rick and Morty. So I know that Carter has watched uh, the first two episodes. Right now they have three episodes nope. out. Um, so so far I am loving it. Uh, I know Rick and Morty seems to be a little bit, it always seems to be a little controversial. They have like a cult following mm-hmm. and a cult fan base. And then there's also a lot of people that w- despise the show and won't watch it just, you know, because of something someone said or, you know, just like the yeah. show being a little bit. Um, sometimes the show can be a little bit much. It, it, can, it can go yeah. a little farther than need be. Um, but regardless, I, this fifth season so far, I think, has been amazing. I mean, every episode for me, oh, I am loving. Um, you know, I, I, don't, I won't spoil episode three uh, because Carter hasn't seen it yet. But for episodes one and two, uh, Carter, what did you think? I, look, honestly, with this season, for, I mean, before I start talking about this season, I kind of, I, I just want to, like, like you said, how it's kind of like a controversial show. Where, like, I think a lot of people see the way that some of the fan base acts, and it turns them off from it entirely. It's it's a lot like Star Wars, honestly, where, like, some Star Wars fans are too into Star Wars, and they're ridiculous. Like, some Star Wars fans are seriously some of the worst people ever. And it's the same thing with Rick and Morty, where, like, I don't... It, it's Rick and Morty is a, it's a really funny show. It's one of the best animated, like, comedies of all time, in my opinion. But, like, you have these people who get too into it and think that, like... The, it's that thing where it's like, oh, it's such a smart show, you'd never get it. It's not that smart of a show. Anybody with, like, a, 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 a half of a brain can understand most of the jokes in Rick and Morty. And I think that's kind of what the problem with seasons three and a little bit of four was. I, I feel like they kind of toned it down. Like, they weren't trying as... I, I don't know, maybe this is unfair, but it just didn't feel as, like, fresh and, like, different as seasons one and two did. Season five, entirely different. This feels like... They're in the writer's room, they pitch exactly what they want to do, and they write it, they voice it, they animate it, and then they put it on TV. It just feels like something so different that you would never see. Specifically, episode two of season five. This is, like, if you described this episode to somebody, they would be like, I'm not watching 21 minutes of that. But if you watch the episode, you will be laughing your ass off the entire time. I I literally could not stop laughing watching season two, I mean, season five, episode two. So good hilarious I, I love it and the first episode was so funny too oh my oh what was his name mr nimbus yes. he controls the police you should know this summer it's so funny <laughs> i i so thought good. that first episode i mean for anybody interested season five episode one is free to everybody on youtube it's just completely free and I, I believe you can you can get Rick and Morty also on like Hulu or you can get it on like Adult Swim. I it's, it's mm-hmm. really like Adult Swim stuff like that. Um, but season five, episode one, the first episode was so good and one of my favorite episodes so far. And um, I was just blown away, like just like you said, how fresh it was. I've always liked Rick and Morty. I've never had any issue with Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. But this season especially. I mean, starting off with how ridiculous Mr. Nimbus was, and then when he yeah. kept when Morty kept going through they had a portal in the garage that when you went through the portal, everything in that universe aged uh, much, much quicker. So mm-hmm. minutes were like decades. Minutes in real time were decades in this other universe. 
So they went through the portal and dropped some wine and then left. And then when they returned, it was like, you know, hundreds of years old aged wine. Mm -hmm. So, and they were using the wine to give to Mr. Nimbus as his drink, as his favorite drink or something. So Rick is just like, okay, Morty, all I need you to do is get this wine. He goes through the portal and there's a, there's a villager guy there. You know, this looks like this is set, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years ago. There's, there's a villager, you know, um, very peaceful, underdeveloped civilization. Um, the guy comes and picks up the wine, helps Morty bring it to his dimension. They go through the portal, drop the wine off. Morty thanks him. Then the guy goes back to his dimension. But when the guy goes back, it's like 60, 70 years later, you know, all his wife is dead. His kid and his unborn child is now like 40 years old and he, his entire life is just completely gone and ripped away from him. And yeah, how they keep doing that is insane. I was, I was it laughing gets so, so good. hard. I, and I don't want to get into spoilers for the episode beyond that because I think the opener to season five is just like unbelievably funny and the way everything ends so, so good. And Honestly, with it being on YouTube for free, I think this is like the perfect chance for anyone who hasn't given Rick and Morty a shot or maybe was into it like early on and kind of gave up. I, th I think everybody should just go watch that first episode of season five. It's free on YouTube. You literally have nothing to lose. It's 20 minutes. If you don't like it, whatever. But you probably will. And oh, it's, it's just so good. It's hilarious. I love it. Definitely. I, I strong recommendation from me as well. And um. I know we're having a little bit of a shorter episode for today, so I do want to wrap up the episode with uh, Max. I know you saw the latest movie for The Purge, or The Forever Purge, and uh, what was your thoughts on the movie? Yeah, so now this is the um, the fifth movie in The Purge franchise, uh, which just came out this past weekend. Um, the film's about these two immigrant people who came from Mexico, they're moving to America, um, they work for someone who works on a ranch, all this stuff. And then the purge happens. But for some reason, after when the purge is over, which is for 12 hours, everything is legal. Once the purge ended, there is a group of people that for some reason are taking over America called the Forever Purgers who want the purge to go on beyond the actual 12-hour thing of the movie. Not a big fan of the franchise, and I really did not like the movie. Um, if you know what the purge movies are, you might have some fun with it. But for me, there's... They throw out so many political stuff at you, like white supremacy, racism, class, immigration. They're all in the movie, but but you don't know if you should take the movie seriously, because even uh, someone dies in this movie by a Wilhelm scream. And if you know Star Wars, oh, you know that's the famous scream. So someone in the Purge dies with a Wilhelm scream. So you don't know. They're throwing a lot of serious stuff at you, but you're also not supposed to take the movie seriously. So you, I had no idea what the, what to make of the movie. So I really didn't like it. For me, it's like bottom of the franchise, not the worst, but not definitely not the best of the franchise has to offer. But I know some people had fun with it. I just, I did not at all. It's not scary. It's not a, even a horror franchise anymore. It's more of an action movie now. It's it's amazing where the franchise went from a home invasion horror movie to this. Um, so, but if you if you know what you're going to go into, you might have some fun with this one. But I, I personally did not. I'm still Definitely. like. I'm still like digesting the fact that they put the Wilhelm scream in this movie. I did not know that. Yeah. I, because I, I mean, I haven't seen any of the Purge movies yet. But are they are, are they comedy or is it just like supposed to be horror? You it can't was originally do horror. that. It was originally you, horror. 
Then it was action horror, and now it's pretty much just action. That doesn't work. If you're not, like, trying to make something that's, like, funny or, like, I Like, if you're trying to make a straight horror movie or a straight action movie, especially yeah. if it's supposed to have, like, political commentary, you cannot yeah. pick a Will host. I, that would throw me out of the movie so quick. It does. Yeah. It's, it pulls oh, you out. Geez. They have also a lot of false jump scares. So if you like just false jump scares, these are not even real jump scares. False jump scares, then you'll like the movie, but... For me, I don't like false jump scares and didn't really help with the experience. Wow. Man, we need good new horror movies. When's the Halloween Kills coming out? Oh, I thought you said good horror movies. No, yeah, no, I know. I'm, I'm not <laughs> expecting much from it. I just want more Michael Myers bullshit. I, I, I don't know. I, we, we missed the trailer, and I, I want to talk about the trailer, but we obviously don't yeah. have time. So, like, <laughs> just very quick, the trailer showed way too much. Yeah. Watch the trailer felt like I watched half the movie. Like... Yeah, but that, Fear, Street, Fear Street came out. I'll we'll review part one and part two next week. Uh, I think Carter might watch it too. So next week I'm we'll do it tonight. Fear, I gotta watch Fear Street tonight. part one and part two. So that'll be next week. Too. That's horror. That's Sounds one. good. I'm well, looking forward to being, it. With that being said, I'm, I think I'm going to wrap up the episode here. A little bit of a shorter yeah. episode, but we will be back next week. We'll be talking about Black Widow coming out this Friday. More Rick yes. and Morty. More Loki. Yep. More Bad Batch. We're going to have a jam-packed episode next week. This I is a great summer. Absolutely. So much content. Doubt, I, I cannot Cut. wait. And with that being mm -hmm. said, let, well, I'm going to wrap it up here. So I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.